Thank you for listening to this Table Church Sermon Podcast. We're in a series right now called The Grace Between Us, and it's all about relationships. After all, relationships are what make life worth living. But unfortunately, too many relationships grow apart. And so in this series, we're resolving to let there be grace between us instead of space between us. Be sure to follow us on social media at tablechurchdsm.org and reach out if you need anything at all. Thanks for listening. Good morning. Hey, well, uh, we have a special treat for you. We're going to have a Swahili translator again today. However, he's uh, stuck on his way here, and we'll be here in a few minutes. So no worries. When Moses starts walking out here in the middle of my sermon, he's supposed to do that. So <laughs> he'll be here in a minute. And I will just get us started, and he'll just jump right in as soon as he gets here. And when he does, let's clap for him, okay, because he's had a long morning. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome. My name is Megan Cook. I'm the Discipleship Pastor. It's great to see you all here today, and welcome to everybody who's joining us online. I'm going to start by just reading our scripture today. All right, this is from 1 John 1. Starts in verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Right now, today's message is about parenting, so let's start with this question. Why do people have kids? (laughs) I know, right? Some of you are like, I know. Why do people have kids, right? When researchers ask parents why they had children, these are some of the most common answers that they give. First one, to have someone who loves you. To meet expectations and fit in with other adults my age. To keep my partner happy because they want to have kids. To give purpose to life, to establish a legacy. Now, sometimes we get asked a very simple question, and we realize it's hard to form our own answer, isn't it? Right. So just think about your answer in your own mind, whether you have kids or not. Why do people choose to have children? And we'll be all over the Bible today, but let's first establish the purpose of parenting. I think the best place to start is Genesis chapter 1. We'll go there. Start in verse 26. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now my guess is many Christians would say they have children because God tells us to be fruitful and multiply, all right? These fundamental relationships that we have, marriage, community, family, parenting, work, They're all present at the beginning of creation, before the fall, all right? Moses is here. (laughs) Welcome, Moses. I filled him in. I said, no worries. When you showed up, 
you will just come right over. Welcome back. Uh, you mean you didn't translate in Swahili already? I just didn't feel up to it. <laughs> we practiced. <laughs> Moses was giving in, uh, well, you can tell him. Where were you? Yes, I was at a gateway church giving a um, talk about inviting people to be a part of the Rise Up program. So, Do you want to uh, do a pitch right now? I, I know, right? We need more people. We really do. <laughs> Um, so please, if you would love to be a tutor, we would love to have you join us on Tuesdays between 3 and 5 p.m. Uh, the school is asking for us to take more kids. We cannot because it's a one-on-one -on -one program. If we get more adults, we actually have been fortunate to get high school students too for the first time. So if you have high school students or no high school students, we also want them to be a part of this program. So we're open to anyone, college, high school, anyone to help us with this math and reading program. It's really growing. Things, amazing things are happening. So anyway, let's get back right at it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'll start speaking another language you don't understand. That's right. That's okay. Thank you, Moses. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, we're on page two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Humans are made to operate the way God set things up in Genesis 1. Humans reflecting God in close relationships working together. Yeah, binadamu wameumbwa ili kufanya vitu pamoja na Mwenyezi Mungu. Hivyo ndio binadamu waliumbwa kutoka mwanzoni. Parenting is a unique relationship, isn't it? Yeah, kukua mzazi ni uhusiano ambayo ni tofauti sana. There are many ways to become a parent. Biological children, adoption, fostering, parenting younger siblings. Uh, kuna kuna aina tofauti tofauti ya mtu kuwa mzazi. Uh, unaweza kuwa mzazi kuwa kupitia sehemu ya biolojia, unaweza kuwa unawalezi ama baadhi unaweza kuwa na watoto ambao wanasaidia kulea uh, uh, wenzao wadogo. Parents are more than counselors, more than mentors, more than caregivers. Uh, wazazi ni zaidi ya washauri au washauri zaidi ya walezi. There's overlap, but there's a line that people in those roles should not cross because they aren't the parent. Kuna mwingiliano lakini kuna mistari ambayo watu katika nafasi hizo hawapaswi kuvuka kwa sababu wao si wazazi. Parenting carries a particular responsibility, doesn't it? Uzazi unabeba daraka fulani, sivyo. Parents hold that particular weight in the life of their children, whether they choose to honor it or not. Wazazi ubeba uzito fulani katika maisha ya watoto wao ile wachague kuheshimu hiyo aula. Parents hold that power and if you want to parent in the way of Jesus and exercise that power with responsibility, it helps to keep the purpose in front of you. Wazazi wanashikilia nguvu ikiwa unataka kuwa mzazi katika njia ya Yesu Kristo na kutumia hiyo uwezo huo wa wajibu inasaidia kuweka kusudi mbele yako. So here's one definition. The purpose of parenting is to nurture and increase human flourishing. Hapo kuna ufanuzi mmoja. Madhumuni ya malezi ni kulea na kuongeza ukaaji ya mwanadamu. Listen. Parenting is intense. Parenting will cut you down and expose the best and worst parts of you. Sikiliza, uzazi inaweza kuwa ngumu, kali, na itakupunguza, na itakufichua nini ni bora kati yako na nini ni mbaya. Any parent will tell you, you see a new parent with a newborn baby and they are so precious. 
Mzazi yote atakwambia unaona mzazi akiwa na mtoto mpya mtoto mchanga ni wadhamani sana. Every experienced person with kids knows that someday that parent will be angry with that child. Kila mtu mwenye mwenyewe anajua kutakuwa na siku ambayo itakuja huyo mzazi atakasirikia huyo mtoto. So fed up with that child that they will have to leave that child with somebody else and just walk away. Itafikia wakati atakuwa na hasira sana mpaka ataacha huyo mtoto na mtu mwingine amchunge kwa muda mfupi. Shut themselves in the closet for a while, get a break. Doesn't happen every day, but it will happen. Wakati mwingine atajifungia hata sehemu nyingine ili akae kando ili asiweze kuwa na watoto kwa muda mfupi. When you have kids in your life, suddenly your bathroom breaks become precious in a lot longer. Unapokuwa na watoto katika maisha yako, sasa kukienda bafuni, hiyo muda unakuwa muda sana wa dhamani kwa roho wako. Parenting is one of the most refining and testing opportunities God gives. It will bring you to your knees. Uzazi ni mojawapo ya fursa ya ufisaji na majaribio zaidi ambazo Mungu hutoa na itakuleta mpaka magoti yako. Parenting will reduce you to the worst and best versions of yourself often in the same day. Uzazi itakupunguza ufikie ile uone mabaya kwako, mazuri kwako saa zingine ndani ya siku moja. And the world will never stop giving you mixed and ridiculous uh, messaging about what your purpose as a parent is it never stops na dunia mzima hawataacha kukupa ujumbe yenye inachanganyisha kusema kwamba ufanye hivi ufanye hivi kazi ukwe hivi mzazi so keep the purpose in front of you parents you are here to be a healthy human nurturing other healthy humans kwa hivyo weka kusudi mbele yako wazazi mko hapa ili kuwa binadamu mwenye afya njema akilea binadamu wengine wenye wana afya njema it's like a garden of people not plants yani ni kama bustani ya watu sio mimea the series is called the grace between us when things are difficult with people it's easy to put space between us but jesus doesn't want space he wants healing mfululizo huu unaitwa neema kati yetu na ni ngumu sisi watu rais kuweka hii nafasi lakini Yesu anasema hataki nafasi anataka uponyaji Jesus invites us to grow in grace instead Yesu anatualika sisi tukue katika neema baadaye Grace is more than forgiveness for sin or getting something better than we deserve Neema ni zaidi ya msamaa wa dhambi au kupata kitu bora kuliko tunavyostahili. Biblical grace is God's acting in our life to do what we can't do on our own. Neema ya kibiblia ni kitendo cha Mungu katika maisha yetu kufanya kile ambacho hatuwezi kufanya peke yetu. Before the fall, Adam and Eve operated on grace. Grace is God giving himself, God doing what only God can do. Kabla ya kuanguka, Adamu na Hawa walifanya kazi kwa neema. Neema ni Mungu anayejitoa mwenyewe. Mungu akifanya kile ambacho Mungu peke yake anaweza kufanya. Today we will locate three gifts at the heart of parenting. Three spaces for grace embedded in the relationship between parents and children. Leo tutaona zawadi tatu katika moyo ya uzazi, nafasi tatu za neema zilizowekwa katika uhusiano ya wazazi na watoto. These are invitations to grace. You do not have to embrace them, but they are available to you. 
Hii ni unalikwa kupata hii neema. Si lazima ufanye lakini iko kama unataka kuitumia. They flow right out of the life of Jesus and they always exist between parents and children. Inatoka kwa maisha ya Yesu Kristo na ni kati ya wazazi na watoto. The first one, the gift of sacrifice. Ya kwanza ni zawadi ya sadaka. First John, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Mfululizo huu unasema hivi, tumejua upendo kwa sababu Yesu Kristo alitoa maisha yake kwa ajili yetu na sisi tunapaswa kuyatoa maisha yetu kwa ajili ya ndugu yetu. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Lakini kiwa mtu anamaliza hapa duniani na akamwona ndugu yake ana shida, lakini akawa na moyo mgumu wala asimurumie mtu kama huyo, anawezaje kusema ana upendo wa Mungu? Wanangu, upendo wetu usiwe wa maneno matupu, bali upendo wetu uridhishe kwa vitendo vya kweli. Love means we behave as though what we do is directly related to the quality of life of another person. Upendo unamaanisha tunaishi kwamba chochote tunachofanya inahusiana moja kwa moja na ubora wa maisha wetu na watu wengine. And I started with this one because I think it's the easiest one for the world to accept at face value. Nilianza nae kwa sababu nadhani ni rahisi zaidi ya dunia kuikubali. There's an evolutionary benefit to parents being willing to give up their own food so their kids can eat or to fight a bear to save their child. Kuna manufaa mageuzi kwa wazazi kuwa tayari kutoa chakula yao ili watoto waweze kukula au kupigania chochote ambayo inakuja kuumiza watoto wao. But the way of Jesus always asks us for more. Lakini njia Yesu inatuambia Jesus says whoever finds their life will lose it and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Matayo 10:39 inasema atayengangania nafasi yake atapoteza lakini aipoteze nafasi yake kwa ajili yangu ataipata. I've been a parent for 20 years and one of the greatest fears the world has for me is that I will become so absorbed in the lives of my children I will lose my sense of self. Yeye yeah, anasema amekuwa mzazi zaidi ya miaka ishirini na hofu yake kubwa kwa dunia mzima ni kwamba yeye atakuwa sana ndani ya maisha ya watoto yake hivi kwamba anajipoteza hali yake kibinafsi. Na I don't want that either. Na yeye atakio kabisa. But I do want with all my heart to get so absorbed in the life of Jesus that I lose the idol of self. Anasema nataka moyo wangu wote itazame na kumfuata Yesu Kristo ya mpaka nijipoteze mimi ni nani. I'm happy to give Jesus that power over me. I want him to have it. Ninafurahi kupea Yesu Kristo hiyo nguvu nataka achukue hiyo nguvu. Nothing exposes your idols better than being trapped in relationship with people you have to serve, have to love, have to care for above yourself. Hakuna kinachofichua sanamu zako bora kuliko kunaswa katika uhusiano na watu ambao unawafaa kuwatumikia, unafaa kuwapenda, unafaa kuwachunga kuwajali kuliko wewe. When a parent doesn't do this, the wounds are lifelong. Mzazi asipofanya hivi, majeraha inaendelea maishani mzima. Parenting is sanctification if you will let God have you. 
Uzazi ni utakaso ikiwa unaruhusu Mungu akuwe na wewe. Parents are a core role in a child's life, but your kids will almost never really see you or appreciate you. Wazazi ni jukumu la msingi katika maisha ya watoto, lakini watoto wao wanaweza kosa kuweza kujua na kutambua hivi. Nobody is watching you, nobody will give you credit for what you do. Hakuna mtu anakuangalia na hakuna mtu atakuja kusema ah ndio umefanya bora. That kind of service can wear you down, it can make you lonely. Na hiyo huduma inaweza kuchosha sana na pia inaweza kufanya usikio uko peke yako. It also aligns you with the life of Jesus. Lakini inakupatanisha na maisha ya Yesu. Nobody celebrates that particular way you poured yourself out today. You may not even like your kids today, but you loved them and you did it with Jesus and that becomes its own reward. Hakuna mtu anayesherekea jinsi ulivyojitolea leo. Unaweza hata usipende watoto wako leo, lakini bado uliwapenda na ulifanya hivyo pamoja na Yesu. Hiyo inakuwa malipo yake yenyewe. On your worst day, when serving your children leaves you flooded with anger, reduces you to tears, there is kinship with Jesus. Ile siku mbaya kwa yote wakati umehudumia watoto wako imekufanya yani umefikia umekuwa na hasira sana, unapunguziwa mpaka uko na machozi machoni, lakini ujue uko pamoja na Yesu Kristo. Sacrifice is an invitation to know God intimately. You will not be perfect, but you will have access to grace. Sadaka ni mwaliko wa kumjua Mungu kwa ukaribu. Hautakuwa mkalifu, lakini utakuwa na upatikanaji wa neema. The practice of biblical parenting is to live so near to God, your children know him simply by knowing you. Ah, mazoea malezi ya kibibilia ni wewe kuishi karibu sana na Yesu Kristo mpaka watoto wako wanapata huyo Yesu kwa kuona maisha yako. Don't try to convince your kids you're without sin. Your kids will see you fail. When they do, let them see you take correction. Let them see you sin and see you reach for God. Usijaribu kuwasawishi watoto kuwa wewe hauna dhambi. Watoto wako wataona umefikia mahali umeshindwa. Wanapofanya hivyo, wacha wakuone unarekebisha. Waone ya kwamba unatenda dhambi na wakuone unamfikia Mungu akusaidie. Your kids do not need to think you are perfect. They need to know that God's love is perfect. Watoto wako hawana haja kufikiria wewe ni mkalifu. Wanahitaji kuona kwamba uko na upendo wa Mungu na hiyo yeye ni mkalifu. And who better to demonstrate that than you because you mess up all the time. Some days you really are the worst. Na ni nani bora kuonyesha hiyo kuliko mtu mwingine kama wewe? Kwa sababu wewe kuna wakati unapouza hata saa zingine unapouza zaidi kwa wote. The second gift is the gift of Sabbath. Ya pili ni zawadi ya sabato. When I had four children under the age of five, nothing irritated me more than hearing people pontificate about how important and wonderful Sabbath is. Yeye anasema wakati alikuwa na watoto wanne chini ya umri wa miaka tano, hakuna kitu ilimuvi zaidi wakati watu wanatangaza jinsi sabato ni muhimu na ni kitu ya ajabu. How important it is to take a day of rest and not work as if that is actually possible. Wanasema ati ni muhimu sana kuchukua siku ya kupumzika, kutofanya kazi ni kamba hiyo kweli inawezekana. But here is what motherhood has taught me. Sabbath is not a position of my body. It's a position of my soul. 
lakini kama nimejifunza kama mama sabato sio nafasi ya mwili wangu lakini nafasi ya roho yangu sabbath is rest in chaos chaos does not halt we do life does not stop but my internal posture changes sabato ni mapumziko wakati kuna mavurugu mengi mavurugu hayatasimama tunafanya maisha yetu isimame ili tuweze kuwa ndani na tunabadilika hivyo the rule of sabbath is to set apart one day in seven to rest to stop making things to remember i am not the master of the universe kanuni ya sabato ni kutenga siku moja kati ya siku saba kumpumzika kuacha kufanya mambo kukumbuka mimi si bwana wa ulimwengu and if i don't stop to do this i can forget i am not god i start to think everyone depends on me Nisipoacha kufanya hivi ninaweza nina kusahau mimi si Mungu na ninaanza kufikiria kila mtu ananitegemea mimi. Sabbath is a gift. In Sabbath wherever we live, whatever particulars make up our lives, we can find ways to practice and remember who we actually are. Sabato ni zawadi. Katika sabato popote tunapoishi chochote kile kinachounda maisha yetu tunaweza kutafuta njia za kufanya mazoezi na kukumbuka sisi ni nani haswa. We are not what we do. We are not God. We are children of God. Sisi si kile kitu tunachokufanya. Sisi si Mungu. Sisi ni watoto wa Mungu. The life I live is not mine, it's God's. The people around me are not mine, they are God's. Maisha ninayoishi si yangu, ni ya Mungu. Watu wanaozunguka sio wangu, ni wa Mungu. Sabbath is not just a break from work, it's remembering our identity. Sabato sio tu mapumziko kutoka kwa kazi ni kukumbuka utambulisho wetu. Children do not give you a rest day, but your soul can be at rest in a particular way. Watoto hawatakupa siku ya kupumzika lakini nafasi yako inaweza kupumzika kwa namna fulani. You can find ways to set the Sabbath apart, ways to meet with God every day in a space nobody else can access. Unaweza kutafuta njia ya kutenga Sabato na njia ya kukutana na Mungu kila siku katika nafasi ambayo hakuna mtu mwingine ataingilia. It's just for you and God like a little pup tent you can put up anywhere. Ni muda tu ya wewe na Mungu. Yaani umejitenga pale kando sehemu yako ya asili na Mungu. Abraham Joshua Heschel was a rabbi and he wrote one of the most essential books on Sabbath you will ever find. He writes, Kuna rabbi anaitwa Abraham Joshua aliandika hapa kuhusu Sabato. Man and woman must fight for inner liberty to remain independent of the enslavement of the material world. Mwanaume na mwanamke lazima wapiganie uhuru wa ndani ili kubaki huru kutokana na utumwa wa ulimwengu wa kimwili. Inner liberty depends upon being exempt from the domination of things as well as from domination of people. Uhuru wa ndani unategemea kuepushwa na kutawaliwa na vitu na vile vile kutawaliwa na watu. There are many who have acquired a high degree of political and social liberty but only very few are not enslaved to things. Kuna wengi ambao wamepata kiwango cha juu cha uhuru wa kisiasa na kijamii lakini ni wachache sana ambao sio watumwa wa mambo. This is our constant problem. How to live with people and remain free, how to live with things and remain independent. 
Hili ndiyo tatizo letu la kudumu, jinsi la kuishi na watu na kubaki uhuru, jinsi ya kuishi na mambo na kubaki kujitegemea. Parents, you can fight for uh, the ability to find inner liberty that no one can steal, even in the midst of chaos. Wazazi, munaeza kupigania kupitia shida ambazo ziko na kupata mali ambapo mungu akona we uhuru wandani hakuna mtu mungine ambaya aneze ingilia. Carve out and defend parts of your intimate life with God that nobody else even knows about. You don't have to leave home to get it. Tengeneza na utie sehemu za maisha yako ya karibu uwe ukue karibu na Mungu ambazo hakuna mtu mwingine hata anaweza jua sio lazima utoke kutoka nyumbani mwako That secret place with God is where we get the fuel and the wisdom to do what's required of us Mali hapo pasiri na Mungu ndipo tunapata nguvu na hekima kufanya vile tunavyohitaji kufanya. Get away when you can, you can plan for it, get physically away from everybody else. It, it can be just you and God. Jesus did that. Ondoka unapoweza, jipange, ondoka kimwili na kila mtu ili wewe uende kwetu na Mungu tu. Yesu alifanya vile vile. Don't try to make it perfect, just make sure it happens. Usi, usijaribu kusema ikuwe kamili kabisa hakikisha tu imefanyika John Wesley's mother Susanna had 19 children she did not get a day off Mama wa John Wesley Susanna alikuwa na watoto 19 hakupata siku hata moja kupumzika But she did have a special chair Lakini alikuwa na kiti maalum She'd sit down and put her apron up over her head and her children knew if the apron was up they could not interrupt her. Alikuwa anakaa pale chini kwenye hiyo kiti na alikuwa na aproni anajua anaifunika kwa kichwa yake. Akifanya hivi inamaanisha mtu asimsumbue. That will do. You can fight for inner liberty, fight for that secret place with God. The world will never give it and the world can never take it away. Pigania uhuru wa ndani. Pigania mali pasiri na Mungu. Ulimwengu haitasumbuka kamwe wewe tafuta uweze kuondoa ili ukwe na Mungu. Let your kids watch you rest in God. Let your kids see you choose God over them. Wacha watoto wakuone unapumzika kwa Mungu. Wacha watoto wakuone unachagua kumtafuta Mungu na sio hawa. Show them their place in the order of things. If you do it with love, they are not going to feel rejected. Waoneshe nafasi yao kwa hiyo mpangilio na upendo ili waangalie vile hiko na hawata kata hivyo. They will see how things fit together. Teach your kids to fight for the opportunity to do nothing with God, to just recklessly enjoy God. Watona jinsi mambo yanavyotendana wafundishe watoto wakwe wanapigania nafasi ya kutofanya chochote na kukaa tu na Mungu wamfurahie kukua na Mungu bila kujali chochote The third gift is the gift of surrender Ya tatu ni zawadi ya kujitoa My daughter Grace is in college now uh, binti yangu uh, uh, Grace akochuni kuu sasa hivi And when she was four weeks old, I was holding her in the back of the church sanctuary talking to a friend. And I had to keep pulling her pant legs down because her legs were growing and the pants were getting too small. Nilikuwa ninavuta miguu wake ya suruali kwa sababu hiyo suruali ilikuwa inaanza kuwa fupi sana kwa sababu yeye alikuwa anakuwa mkubwa. 
And I had that moment of heart sink that every parent understands. When you realize a beloved outfit is on its very last wear. There's that little grieving in your kids growing, and that would go on to happen to me dozens, maybe hundreds of times, but this was the first time for me. And in that moment, I had a little epiphany. I'd been so focused on having this baby and now I'm realizing the whole point is for her to grow up and stop needing me and to leave me. And yes, I did know that all along, but the reality landed in a particular way. If things go well, parenthood is giving everything and then getting left behind. And all my proudest moments with my kids are colored with a little bit of that grief. And I've accepted that if I want my kids to like me, I've got to get good at letting them go. I have to embody healthy surrender. How many of us have held a newborn baby and we thought, oh no, everything can break them? Because kids are so fragile. And parents, they carry that low-grade fear about essentially everything, don't we? And my kids are young adults now, but let me tell you, their bodies grow up, but they are still so fragile. There is danger everywhere. It's just true. It is hard to be human. Bravery is choosing to do something you can't control the outcome. You do it anyway. Brene Brown says you can have bravery or control, but you can't have both. Fear feels so powerful and we do not feel powerful. And that spot, that is the surrender zone. That place where we can get honest about what we can do and what we can't, that is where we can surrender. The place where we honestly need God. 
mahali hapo ndio ukweli tunamhitaji Mwenyezi Mungu. And in the place where the world's danger and our love meet, Ma- per- perfect love casts out fear. <laughs> mahali ambapo hatari ya ulimwengu na upendo wetu hukutana, upendo kamili hutupa nje hofu. Let's go back to 1 John but this time we'll be in the message. Sasa turudi hapa kwa Yohana 1, ujumbe itakuwa hivi. This is how we know we're living steadily and deeply in him and he in us. Tunajua hivi kwamba tunaishi ndani yake na yeye anaishi ndani yetu kwa sababu ametupatia roho wake. He's given us life from his life from his very own spirit. Also, we've seen for ourselves and continue to state openly that the Father has sent his son as a savior of the world. Na sisi tumeona na kushuhudia kwamba baba amemtuma mwanae awe mwokozi wa ulimwengu. Everyone who confesses that Jesus is God's son participates continuously in an intimate relationship with God. We know it so well. We've embraced it heart and soul this love that comes from God. Kila mtu anayekiri kuwa Yesu ni mwana wa Mungu, Mungu hukaa ndani yake na yeye hukaa ndani ya Mungu. Kwa hiyo tunajua na kutegemea upendo alio nao Mungu kwetu sisi. Mungu ni upendo na mtu mwenye upendo hukaa ndani ya Mungu na Mungu hukaa ndani yake. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. Mungu ni upendo wakati sisi tunachukua maisha ya upendo yeye anakaa ndani yetu na sisi tunakaa ndani ya Mungu. This way love has the run of the house. Hivi ndio sasa upendo inaendelea kuwa maishani mwetu. Becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day our standing in the world is identical with Christ. Inakuwa ni nyumbani upendo kwa vile tunakuwa huru kwa ile siku ya kuhukumiwa tukisimama mbele ya Yesu tunakaa kama tumemfanana naye There's no room in love for fear well-formed love banishes fear since fear is crippling a fearful life fear of death fear of judgment is one not yet fully formed in love Katika upendo hakuna uoga upendo ulioko milika hufukuza uoga wote kwa sababu uoga hutokana na adhabu mtu mwenye uoga hajakamilishwa katika upendo Your contributions to the lives of your children have everything and nothing to do with how their lives turn out Ambacho unafanya kwa maisha ya watoto wako haina chochote kufanana na vile watatoka kuendelea mbele You have so much influence and no control una ushawishi mwingi lakini hauna udhabiti. Here's your challenge parents. Hii ndio changamoto wazazi. Parenting is a sanctifying act you can embrace that or push it away but it's true. Uzazi ni tendo la kutakasa unaweza kutambatia hilo au kusukuma mbali lakini ni ukweli. If you carry wounds from your own childhood nothing brings them out like having kids. Ikiwa unabeba majareha kutoka utotoni zako mwenyewe hakuna kitu kinacholeta kama hiyo kwa watoto wako No experience is more convicting than watching your own sin wound your kids Kuna uzaifu unaotia hatiani zaidi kuliko kutazama dhambi zako ikiumiza watoto wako Or watching your kids reflect the worst parts of yourself back to you 
ama ukiona watoto wako wakiweza kufanya zile mambo mabaya zako wakifanya maishani mzao knowing you taught them how to talk that way how to act that way ukijua vizuri sana kwamba wewe ndio uliwafunza kuongea hivyo kukaa hivyo nothing shines a brighter light on the real you like parenthood hakuna kinachoangazia zaidi kama uzazi what a gift to be so exposed and to know you are held by the father ni zawadi ilioje kama hii kufichiliwa hivyo na kujua umeshikiliwa na baba vulnerability honesty cooperation with god that is how we get holy udhaifu uaminifu ushirikiano na mungu hivyo ndivyo tunafaa kuwa ili tuwe watakatifu If you are a parent, where is God inviting you to surrender fear and choose love? Where is God inviting you to be brave but not in control? Kiwa wewe ni mzazi, ni wapi Mungu anakualika usalimilishe uoga na uchague upendo? Na wapi Mungu anakualika uwe jasiri lakini usiwe na udhibiti? And if you're a child of any age, where do you harbor unforgiveness? against your imperfect parents where is god inviting you to choose grace kiwa wewe ni mtoto wa umri wowote una udhaifu wapi kutosamea dhidi ya wazazi wako wasio wakamilifu je mungu anakualika wapi kuchagua neema let's pray i'll pray then moses will pray oh god um, as we sit here many of us in this room are parents or want to be Um, all of us are children. <laughs> And so God, I pray right now whatever this message is kicked up in the hearts of the people who can hear my voice. I pray that you'd make it really clear for us to see what that thing is that you're putting your hand on right now, Holy Spirit. Make it possible for us to see what maybe we couldn't see so clearly before. And then God, would you just heal us? It is possible for you to just finish something to just heal something to just do it and I pray that you would do that right now. Thank God for everyone in this room willing to be healed. I pray God you would just heal it. Just heal it and we can live up out of that healing. God, name something that you want to heal and if we are willing, submit your heart to it right now and say God, I don't have to work for it. You can just accomplish it. So Jesus, heal it right now. Anybody who wants it, finish something. And let us live out of that freedom. Mungu Baba, tunashukuru siku ya leo umetuleta hapa. Tunashukuru kwa hii ibada ya siku ya leo. Na tunaomba ambayo tumesikia kuhusu kuko wazazi ama hata sisi kuko watoto. Ah, ambapo unaweza fungua mioyo yetu tusikie ambacho unayo tuweze kujichunguza na kuona wapi hatuna neema katika uhusiano wetu na wazazi uhusiano wetu na watoto ambayo wewe unaweza kutuonyesha na nguvu zako kutusaidie ili tuweze kuwa wazazi bora ili tuweze kuwa wazazi ambayo tunanyenyekea ambao tunakufuata ambayo tunataka kuwa kama wewe Yesu Kristo so tunakuomba siku ya leo ya kwamba ufungue macho zetu kwa mioyo yetu na uchukue fursa hii kubadilisha maisha yetu. Na tunaomba utusamee mali tumeangusha, mali tumetenda vibaya kama wazazi na pia kama watoto. Mungu tusamee kabisa na 
waturudishe upande wako na pia kwa binadamu wengine asante nasema yote kwa jina la Yesu Kristo amina